Welcome to another exciting episode of our interview series. I'm your host, Samuel, and today we have a phenomenal guest joining us. His name is Rob, but you may know him as Flips Nation. Rob is a true success story in the world of Amazon selling, having built a thriving six-figure business over the years. From his humble beginnings selling textbooks online, he has expanded his expertise to conquer the realms of online arbitrage and private label. As an expert in private label and the mastermind behind a vibrant Discord group of over a thousand members, Rob has invaluable insights and strategies to share. Get ready to be inspired as we dive into his journey and learn how he turned his passion for selling into a remarkable Amazon success story. Check it out. Welcome to the next Amazon Top Seller Podcast. Stay updated with the latest Amazon news and learn the nitty gritty of selling on Amazon through Be Cool's ears of expertise in the Amazon world. I'm Samuel and I am the host of this podcast brought to you by the fantastic Amazon experts and Be Cool. Let's start our journey to become the next Amazon top seller. Let's welcome Rob on our channel. Today, he's going to tell us all the tips and strategies for online arbitrage and private label as well. Hello, thank you all for having me. Can you introduce yourself to some people who don't know you yet? My name is Rob. Uh, as you said, I'm a six-figure Amazon seller. I primarily do online arbitrage model, but I do have a private label brand that I maintain. It's actually how I started in the Amazon selling space. It wasn't really in the conventional way that most people do with the launch. I'm a hardcore NBA fan. I've had an NBA League Pass subscription for as long as I can remember. I love sneakers. I used to resell sneakers, so transitioning into reselling not only shoes, but also into Amazon was, you know, easy transition. Okay, perfect. So can you tell us like, how did it all start? What was your first online business? What was your motivation to start online business? Sure. Sure. So this was actually not my first online business. My first online business was actually a proxy company called Nocturnal Proxies. We sold proxies to a wide variety of customers, uh, mostly sneaker botters and retail botters. Fortunately for us, Amazon brand already has trust. That's why I believe we live in this time where we saw on Amazon, it's such a great opportunity. I started Nocturnal Proxies back in 2019. We sold it in 2022, but yeah. So first online business was a proxy business. Then I kind of transitioned on to uh, Amazon. When you just started to sell on Amazon, what was the first products you used to sell there? It's interesting. I first started selling on Amazon when I was first, uh, when I was still in college. I didn't have much money at that time. So I was kind of looking for routes to generate traffic. My first product that I ever sold was a Nike Pegasus shoe. Now, this is mainly because I was already, like I said, I was already reselling sneakers. So when I first came into Amazon, I was kind of trying to stay in that category, if you will, but not as hype shoes. That's why it ended up being a Nike Pegasus. Okay, great. What kind of products do you sell for online arbitrage? When I first started out selling, it was uh, just shoes. Seasoned sellers would argue against this. They always uh, suggest to go wide, not deep. But I think when, when a seller first starts, there's a bevy of products on Amazon. There's a bevy of categories on Amazon and it can get really overwhelming. I think you should come on and look at just one category that you're familiar with, whether it's beauty, whether it's shoes. Start something like that that you're familiar with first learn all the units and the products within that category first because i promise you if you do that you get familiar with these different kind of products you'll feel more inclined to continue and you'll still be motivated and when you look for the product to sell for online arbitrage like what, what things you would suggest to people that all kind of depends if it's shoes i would say in roi of at least 30 to 40 percent you'll find that shoes people tend to return a lot as well as apparel that's why people kind of stay away from shoes i enjoy shoes just because that profit margin is so large 
dollars per shoe and I can hit my spending goals a lot quicker. Typically, I look for at least 20 to 25% and for shoes, at least 30 to 40%. As far as the number of sellers on a listing, if the item is only selling 100 units a month, then, and there's 10 sellers, theoretically 100 sales divided by 100 sellers, you're gonna contribute 10 sales a month. So I kind of look at it from that aspect and then that'll also carry on to how much return on investment I look for on a specific product. Okay, perfect. And then what do you think is difficulties or challenges do you face for online arbitrage? I guess the first difficulty that I had was prepping. It took a lot of my time. I addressed it by getting a prep center and I wish I did that way earlier. Even though I enjoyed prepping, it was just taking up too much time. Thank you for sharing that. And what do you think is a secret to succeed on Amazon? I think outside of just learning to perfect your skills would be to just be consistent. What one tip I can give is when I first started, I wanted to hit, let's say $1,000 in revenue. I took $1,000 and I divided that out by 31 days. And then that averages out to about $31 a day. And I wanted to hit that $31 every day as my spending goal. And then that $1,000 became $2,000. That became $5,000 and so on and so forth. To get that spending goal, you're gonna have to work on sourcing, reverse sourcing, manual sourcing. Naturally, you're gonna get better at sourcing. What you spend will turn into profit and you'll start seeing more and more money compound as your skills increase, as your money increase, and overall your business will just grow in that facet. Okay, why do you think some people fail on Amazon? Well, as far as private label, I think private label is a business model that is not for the faint of heart. It requires a lot of education. I would recommend taking a course with private label from a formidable seller, because if you aren't educating yourself with a private label, you're already destined to fail because you're gonna come in there thinking you only need to spend $5,000, $6,000 when that's really not the case. You're competing with big money that are spending tens of thousand dollars on ads. You know, you're just gonna fail. You need to come in there with capital. You need to come in there with education. As far as online arbitrage, you need to also come in there with education, but you also need to be consistent. You don't wanna look for short-term success. You wanna look at it as a real business. The long-term success, not that shining gold object, and know that if you're consistent, then it will grow. Okay, perfect. Thank you for sharing that. And then like for your day, like how do you usually plan it for your Amazon business? Every day I get leads sent in from my VAs. I put a green highlight on the good leads. I put a red highlight on the bad leads. They're not bad. They're not worth it for me, right? But I always give a reason why that's the case. You've got to tell them why you didn't think it was a good lead so you guys can have a relationship and some sort of common knowledge as to what you want to look for. After that, I go over to my prep center's dashboard to see if there's any units that are ready to be prepped. Usually my prep center will show an X amount of units that are ready to send off, but they're not going to send it off till I kind of make that order. You want your cash flow moving every single day. You want those sales to happen every single day so you can get that money back and you can buy more inventory. In addition to that, I go on to Be Cool. I think it's really imperative, uh, even though the repricing is amazing, the automation is amazing, you want to always kind of keep looking at your repricer settings, look at the prices, uh, make sure that's all up to date. You want to also go over to your Amazon sellers dashboard, look at your performance, make sure there's no flags on various things because you don't want your performance going downhill. Those would be my various things I do on a daily basis. Okay, perfect. And now let's go like to the product sourcing because product sourcing is the most important part of Amazon business, right? How do you usually do your product sourcing and any specific strategies you usually use for that? With the sourcing, I want to give you a good gem. The normal thing first, of course, you start with storefront stocking. You want to find the sellers that are already doing well and go onto their catalog and see what's doing well, right? Because if they have a bunch of reviews, huge catalog, they're obviously doing well. You want to emulate what they're doing. So you want to go on their store, look at their ACEs. When you find a good store, you want to take note of that 
seller and keep going back to their store every day to see they've added new products. When you have more and more leads, now you have good leads to start from when you reverse source. In addition to that, you want to minimize your buy costs as much as possible. And to do that, you can use discounted gift cards on raise.com. You want to use cashback credit cards. Theoretically, you're reducing your buy costs by getting more cash back. The three best cashback credit cards for a beginner that I suggest would be the Capital One Spark, the Amex Blue Business, and the Chase Inc. Business. How do you think uh, private label and online arbitrage are different? I think like a lot of Amazon sellers don't want to take the risk, but since you have the experience, what do you think push you to the private label business? For private label, I think there's way more ads on private label and it really draws people in because some of those ads are just very... Uh, misleading. People don't really realize how much capital it takes to not only start the brand, but also to maintain it. It's a lot of much more investment than one would think. A lot of ads are just like, we spent this thousand dollars on a spatula and now we make $50,000 a month. And it's, it's just not what it is. As it compares to online arbitrage, you don't have to grow a brand, grow an audience like you would with private label through Amazon ads. As a beginner, I still recommend going with online arbitrage first, just so you can get familiar with the Amazon seller dashboard, Amazon seller support, and all that kind of combined together uh, before going into private label or wholesale. I want to ask you, like, when did you know about Be Cool Repricer and how did you know about it? I had a friend who used to be in the sneaker industry with me. He was the one that kind of advised me, hey, you need to get a repricer. At that point, I was like, I'll manually do it myself. And then I kind of realized, you know, I'm here just manually repricing every day. So within three weeks, I went over to Be Cool, which is what he was using. Y'all's prices are very reasonable and affordable in conjunction with how much time is saved. Well, I think Be Cool is just another route to outsource and save time so you can put more time working on your business and not in your business. Since I had more time to work on a business, I found new ways to show my VAs tactics. I found new ways to put in processes for my business that my VAs can apply. So time saved 100% would be cool. Has helped me scale. Okay, perfect. Yeah, thank you for sharing that tips. Where people should go and find you on social media? On social media, you can find me on YouTube on Flips Nation AMZ. You can find me on Twitter at LakersNation91 and Instagram at FlipsNation24. In all of my social medias in the bio, you'll find a link to my Discord group. It has a free packed online arbitrage course there. So information on Be Cool, information on a whole online arbitrage course is there to take advantage of that. A bunch of members in there right now, we just hit a thousand members. I really enjoy running the business, but something that's also really fulfilling for me is helping people along the way. It really impacts myself positively when I see a community growing with each other. And you can find that in the Discord group in the chat. Uh, I hope to see you there. Guys, go and make sure to follow Flips Nation. Thank you so much for sharing like so many useful tips with all the people who watch this video. I hope you had a great time. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll see you next time. And there you have it. Another incredible episode featuring the remarkable Flips Nation, Rob. His journey from selling textbooks to becoming a highly successful Amazon seller is nothing short of inspiring. We hope you've gained valuable insights and strategies that you could apply to your own entrepreneurial pursuits. Be sure to connect with Flips Nation on his different social media platforms to stay updated with his latest tips and resources and make sure to join his growing Discord group. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. If you sell on Amazon, don't forget to try out our 14-day free trial for a Bequal AI repricer. Find out more on our YouTube channel, where Bequal will keep innovating to help you stay cool with your Amazon business. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to stay connected with our weekly new episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, or any other streaming platform you prefer. 
Let's continue our journey to become the next Amazon top seller.